Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. This episode of the 31 Days of Horror is made possible thanks to patrons. Patrons like Juan Rodriguez, Tori Montgomery, Ruth, Hannah, Tony Hua, Stephanie Lynn Kovac, Jacqueline Howard, Sean Heisler, Curtis Jackson, Stephanie Kinney, Puzzle Audio, and Anthony Wen. Our patrons make this show possible, especially when it comes to the 31 Days of Horror. To find out how you can support the podcast, please visit patreon.com creepypod. Stay tuned after today's episode for a trailer from the Horror Junkies podcast. They're one of my favorites. Subscribe, review, and check out their Patreon. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 18 Chat Room 98 Um, hi? I'm currently in a bed inside St. Anne's Hospital in North London. Dr. Martin kindly allowed me to use this laptop so I can explain how I got here and what happened to me. My name is David Argento. I'm 16 years old and I am apparently suffering from a mental illness of some kind. There was only so much I could take in from the doctor's words in the opposite patient room since I have a bloody massive headache. I've been given a fair amount of ibuprofen, but this headache seems permanent. But I don't care. I absolutely must get this written down at all costs. Anyways, you might be wondering how I got here. Here is my story. About four nights ago, I went upstairs to the loft and took my old school books to the burning pile. I just finished my GCSEs like all my friends hated every single subject I did. Math, history, English, especially English. You name it, I, I really hated it. 
so I found the books exactly where I left them a few months back, or dumped more like it, in a corner that was so old there was enough dust to make cotton candy. I scorned the moment I looked at them again, except I knew this would be the last time I'd have to look at them. So I collected them all underneath one arm. Disgusting. I considered changing clothes shortly afterwards. But then, something caught my eye. I'm not really sure how I noticed it, but I remember being so intrigued by it that I dropped the books on the loft floor and picked it up. It was a red CD-ROM case, about the size of the average book. There were no words of any kind. Even when I turned it over on the other side, saw it all. I was kind of excited. It looked like a computer game that the previous house owners had left behind. Since I absolutely loved computers at the time, I was interested in giving it a go on my Dell. But when I opened the case, the disc inside lacked any kind of artistic illustrations. Instead, just a bland white color with some text written on it in black marker pen. The words were, Chat Room 98. I wasn't exactly pleased when I learned it wasn't a game. But since someone had actually went through the effort of making a chat room desk, rather than the vast chat rooms available on the internet, I concluded it would be somehow different. That, I got right. Having kicked the worthless books down the attic ladder, I inserted the disc inside my old laptop. After a brief moment, a red box with no text in it appeared. I wasn't sure what to make of it at first, but it seemed to linger there for half a minute. Then the screen went black for a brief moment and flashed the words, Welcome to chat room 98, appeared at the top center of the screen. Then the screen went black for a brief moment and flashed. The words, Welcome to chat room 98, appeared at the top center of the screen. Chat room 98. What was the significance of that number? Then, what appeared to be a white text box opened up in the center. I didn't know what to type, so I randomly put, Hello. I didn't expect any kind of response, but then I got one. A person by the name of Darwin Clark replied, Good afternoon. There was no possible way that this person was real. It seemed like I was the only possessor of this chat room desk. Then I realized it was one of those chatbots, a software designed to simulate an intelligent conversation with whoever talks to it. ICT was the only thing I was good at. I still thought it was strange, though. I'd only lived in my current house for six years, but I had never encountered that red box in my entire life. I suppose the house's previous owners must have owned it. But it's not like they owned a computer. Unless you count the smash to pieces one we threw away to the dump when we first arrived. Anyway, I tried to start a conversation. To see to what extent the AI had been programmed. Lovely weather we're having, I wrote. No sooner than three seconds, Mr. Clark replied. No, it seems rather miserable today. I was taken aback. 
The weather was more or less exactly how we put it. I didn't know either until I looked out the window and saw that it was about to rain. It seemed the books had one more day to live. But I wasn't too surprised. The chatbot was probably programmed to say that. Since this is England I live in, it could have been more than likely. I then typed in, So what are your favorite movies? Again, I got a response. I don't watch movies. I prefer the theater. The theater? Was I talking to an old man? I replied, How old are you? I didn't care if the bot got offended. Would have to give me an answer eventually. The answer was, I'll tell you about myself. I was born in 1867 and grew up with two sisters whom I hated. <laughs> okay, right. Whoever programmed this was clearly having a laugh. I typed back, laughing hysterically as I wrote, Well, I was born in 2098 with two identical twin brothers who are also aliens from the planet Boogaloo. I'm also Jesus. I wondered what this senile old man would say next. I knew it was a chatbot, but I kept thinking it was a real person for some unexplainable reason. He said, Really? How droll. Nice to meet you, Mr. Jesus. Have your brothers abducted anyone yet? I cracked up again. Whoever made this must have done an impressive job. I typed in, Yes, they are actually alien pedophiles who prey on human children. You better watch out. They also have a fetish for CD-ROMs. The next reply was just plain unsettling. Clark replied, Well, although I may appear to be a CD-ROM, I was actually a human myself once until I faced judgment for my transgressions. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. But the pointy detail of his description startled me for a second. It felt real. Too real. And then to my surprise, he typed another message. You don't understand. Let me make myself plain. My sisters, whom I hated, met with a tragic accident. I was starting to feel cold. This was not just a chatbot. This must have been a psycho chatbot or something. Or it was a big joke. I typed in to see his reaction. Do you know what else my brothers have done lately? And then I was met with the biggest surprise of all. Darwin Clark responded again. Only this time I could see his message being typed. Like a ticker tape typewriter. You are an only child, David. What the actual fuck? I was seriously getting creeped out now, so I typed in, What the fuck are you? And the response simply couldn't have been made by AI. It seemed too much like a human was actually talking to me. Let me tell you a story. Do you know what happened to your house's previous owners? I sat there like an idiot, staring at the computer awaiting a response. The same that happened to my two sisters. Remember, I despised both of them. That was it. I moved the cursor to the top right corner to click the cross button and end this nightmare. I was relieved. I'd only been talking to it for five minutes, but it seemed like two hours. When I tried to shut down the PC, the unthinkable happened. The computer became unresponsive. It went all glitched and fucked up. Or still, the chat room opened by itself. I got another message, and by this time I was sure to be hallucinating by now. You have not heard everything yet. I scrambled at the keyboard. I was losing my mind. Are you fucking with my computer? Stop! This is seriously not funny. Finally, I think this is where it happened. Darwin Clark typed in again. This time in a much slower ticker tape typewriting fashion than last time. I could hear nothing more than my own heartbeat. It intensified more and more with each passing letter. My face was practically melting with sweat. As I focused more and more on the letters as they were being typed, the horrified expression on my face would have become so visible. I think I remember seeing it in the reflection of my laptop. The final message that he gave me, which lost me my sanity and ruined my health, was, Look behind you. I remember feeling as if everything around me was slowing down. I really was worried. Part of me knew there would be something behind, and a smaller part tried to assure me that there was nothing there. I shut my eyes and clenched my teeth violently together, then shot my head back like a bullet. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
I spat out a weak laughter and nodded my head in relief. I felt like everything was safe again, until I looked back to my computer monitor. I must have seen it the moment I swiveled my chair, but it caught me anyway. There was a face, a fucking face of a man, a fucking pale white man who was grinning at me on my laptop screen. His hair was blonde and he seemed to be in his mid-twenties, but his facial expressions was the exact opposite of friendly. His eyes were crimson red. I only saw for a nanosecond of a nanosecond, but that was all I could take. After that, apparently I screamed violently and then fell unconscious for four hours. That's what Dr. Martin told me. He's the guy looking after me at the moment. He really doesn't know what I've been through. So here I am now, sitting at a bed at 4.30 a.m. typing this story to the world. Even as I type, I still worry that the face will appear once again and scare the shit out of me. I seem to be suffering from a trauma. My eyes have grown dark purple circles around them because I've literally not slept at all since the incident. I tried sleeping, but that face, that face stops me from sleeping. Now that I've written this story, I urge everybody to watch out. If you see a red CD-ROM case, throw it away. Do not open it and do not use it. I am now going to jump out a third-story window. I can't take this anymore. I'm fucking scared. I want to die now. If anyone tries to resuscitate me, then fuck you too. And do not, I repeat, do not go looking for Darwin Clark. He may or may not be real, but he can drive you insane. You have heard this message. Do not look for Darwin Clark. If you find him, you will lose your mind. Hey, horror fiends. It's Mike from the Horror Junkies podcast, a weekly podcast that discusses all things horror and gets weird while doing it. I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Patrick, George, and Dylan, so join us every Thursday as we dive into the darkness. You can find our show on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. And make sure you follow us on social media to get constant updates by searching at HorrorJunkiesFL. So, turn your lights down low, your headphones up, and stay weird. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. 
some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.